Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Zero, one, two, three is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hi, pals. Michael here, the one that cried for seven weeks on your televisions uh, in a tent in West Berkshire. And I would like you to visit the the very site of those tears, uh, Welford Park in, I think it's West Berkshire, somewhere in Berkshire. It's proper gorgeous. I think you'll love it. I think if we had a podcast about being on a yacht, it would be A, better, or B, worse than this one. I think if I had a podcast about being on a yacht, after doing the introduction to episode one, I'd fall off and drown. (laughs) Hi, I'm Will Duggan, and they said... This isn't Yacht Club with Laura and Will. This is the National Treasures podcast with Laura Lex and... Will Duggan. Hooray! Thank you so much for listening. We hope you're enjoying series three of the National Treasures podcast. Do not forget to check out our patreon.com forward slash national treasures for the extended versions of each of these episodes plus an episode every week of Years and Years, the podcast where we delve, deep dive into a different year from history and learn all the facts. And if you don't do that, I'm going to corround your house and boff you. We've got a special guest in the car with us today. Uh, Would you like to say hello, special guest? She licked the microphone. Right, Uh, let's let's put that that near our mouths. Mackie Dog is here with us. She licks bum holes. She does, but mainly her own and mine. Um, We are on our way to Welford Park, the choice of Michael Chakraverty, the location of Bake Off. Well, I didn't know that. Did you not? No. Oh, I, th- I told you that. So, yes, it's where I know Michael's series of Bake Off was recorded. It's also, it's famous for its snowdrops. And we are going in early March, so we're hoping to see some good spring flowers. Yeah, um, uh, uh, daffodils, snowdrops, foxgloves. Maybe a crocus or two. Why not? So we've got little scrawny dog with us, because um, she loves a walk. Will, what footwear have you got on? I've gone for the most suitable footwear I've ever gone for a walk, a pair of New Balance trainers. I'll be honest with you, I'm really sick of walking. So next n- next series, Laura, I want 10 people to just send us to a casino. 
and we walk. It is in so I don't mean it in a disparaging way. This area of the UK, this countryside, is exactly what Americans think England is like. Mm-hmm. It's like your little higgledy cottages. This walkway that we're going down right now is um they've put all this like chip bark underneath and they've clearly thrown some christmas trees in it smells amazing it smells great like it's so i've already seen a pheasant mackie's done two poos in the three minutes we've been here well i think this was why she was a bit like moochy about in the car was i did tell her to poo before we came she doesn't understand the english language so Um, she didn't poo number three I don't know why she's not just doing it in a one She's excited, I think. She's moving on before she's done. She's literally walking and pooping right now. God, that's the dream, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Just wear a nappy and then that dream could be reality. If you just listen, it's so quiet and peaceful. The only, the only noises are us <laughs> talking and the rustle of a bag filled with dog shit. <laughs> that is the reality of dog ownership. I don't mind it. Her pose is quite small. I couldn't have a big, like, Malamute or something. What's a Malamute? Like a husky-type thing. Oh, is that how you pronounce that word? I've been calling Malamutes. Well, maybe they're called Malamutes. No, no, no. I'm, I think you're probably right, because, yeah. Um, but the E makes the vowel say its name. Magic E. Magic, There's magic There's a lot of people e. in high vis up ahead of us. What do you think that means? They want to be seen. <laughs> So um, as we were driving in, we did spot some snowdrops tr- growing in the verge, and it is snowdrop time of year, and the snowdrops at Welford Park is the big thing. So I'm, I'm very ready for it to be spring. I'm very, very ready. Little wee there from the dog. You don't have to tell the listener every time she toilets. I think I wouldn't have to if it was just once, and then she got on with her but day. She sent marks. This is her going like lads, lads, lads. Would you like to come and kiss me? I'm a beautiful dog. <laughs> right. And generally um, other dogs say, no. Shall you are the size of a child dog. Shall we... Yeah, I don't want to be a pedo dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, shall we head in, find somewhere for us to have a wee? I'll just have one wee and then just carry on my day, I reckon. Yeah, um, me too, because I'm not looking for a dog to come and kiss me. Okay, I've right. Got a dog to should, kiss. We, should we get ourselves in? Yes. soul rejuvenating there's crocuses there's snowdrops there's daffodils there's those tiny daffodils that i can't remember what they're called the man on the gate's been really nice it's just one of those places where it's so even if it's fake nice it's just nice and i'm happy yeah listen to that river william stop talking so i can hear the river sorry ah so calm that is a stunner. Look at that. There's so like on our right now, we're going over a tiny little bridge, and then on our right is a wiggledy piggledy higgledy river going up to a tiny little waterfall just up about I, I'm very bad at tr- distance judging, but three miles away. And it it looks like something out of wind in the willows. Yeah, it really does. There's a glassy bit of water top, there's like some ripply splashy bits, there's a chug of water coming in from a, a man-made dam on the right and the the bank is really like not built up it's not a flat bank it's all just very natural 
the river bit as you walk in reminds me of what I thought the river bit at Box Hill Park was going to be like. Yes. This is like, like Box Hill is the unmanicured walk, isn't it? Whereas I feel like this, we're going to have a bit more of a, oh, this is for people that want to walk in nice expensive shoes. Yeah. Look uh, at the colours and the flowers. Oh, well, it's spring nearly. It well, is. it is spring, isn't it? No, it's not spring till the clocks go, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, I think. But then things are springing. And I don't know about you, Laura. I won't go anywhere that hasn't got a statue of a family of giraffes. And luckily, there's one here. Oh, yeah. This way, Tink. Good girl. We have come into um, a marquee, which is where the refreshments are. And it's so adorably done, like a jubilee party or a sort of angling in on that bake-off element. Each of the individual tables is covered in a gingham or a polka dot tablecloth, all in sporadic colours. And the chairs honestly look like they've been borrowed and stolen from every different school that was giving away old chairs. And could the staff have been any nicer? No. <laughs> like, it, it feels like you're in a sitcom that's trying to sell Britain to the Americans. I think this is the first time I've been in a marquee since my wedding day. And it's just making me feel so happy and nostalgic for all the nice things that happened in marquees in my life. <laughs> is that really lame? Yeah. <coughs> yeah, that was really lame. I got married in a really nice, like, old-fashioned silk marquee. Um... I didn't get married in it, but I, you know, we had the reception in it. You weren't invited. And, um... We didn't know each other. Don't say I was invited. <laughs> we didn't know each other. So, the TripAdvisor for this place. Yes. There aren't that many TripAdvisor reviews. There's only 212 reviews in total. Mm. 134 of those are five-star reviews. Yes! That's what we like. The average is five stars. Fabulous snowdrops as usual, but I had a problem in that my mobility scooter broke down. I needn't have worried. A very cheerful guy came, took my scooter and me back to the car, thanks to much your help. Had a barbecue sausage roll in the coffee, and we all thoroughly enjoyed our visit. See you next year. Um, so the three-star reviews all basically follow along with this, is that the snowdrops were well past their best. Well, that's where you've come. Yeah. Yeah. That's not I came in November and they were rubbish. <laughs> right, well, obviously. I've um, had... Oh, no, I put fudge cake in my mouth. That's like going like... I went to the cinema to watch Air Force One and it was Shrek 2 on. That's because you went 20 years too late. <laughs> this cinema was not showing Todd Browning's Freaks. <laughs> this is incredibly like, difficult to talk in cake. I'll stop eating cake. <laughs> the three star reviews. I thought I was going to be able to take a bite and swallow it down quite quickly, but it, it takes some mouth time. I'm really sorry you've got misophonia. <laughs> The no one with any sort of auditory issue is listening to this podcast. Who's it for, <laughs> in general? <laughs> um, so, the three-star reviews also basically say it's nice, but it's expensive. It was a tenner each. A tenner each. Which for a walk is pricey if you've got free walks. However, they do give a lot of the money to charity. Mm. I think Welford Park is independently quite wealthy. So it's expensive. Wealthy Food Park. Nice. Um... So yeah, people say it's a nice walk, but you can have as nice walk for free in this area. Sure. The one-star reviews, mm -hmm. they all don't like the cafe. 
that we're that? sat in right now. It's so cute. Oh my god, there's so much cake in my mouth. Stop putting cake in your mouth, we're recording. So now I forgot the levels. Anyway, yeah, they say the cafe isn't very good. They say that it's a big queue. Had to wait a long time. The soup wasn't nice. They complained about the quality of the tea. I mean, these people are liars, little burp. So, Jim, the nice man we met at the gate, who yeah. we had a nice chat with him. Uh, someone said we were greeted by an extremely rude and sarcastic employee who claimed to be the owner of the park, despite not even slightly resembling James Pluckley. Oh my god. He got very snappy and defensive when I said the website isn't very clear. To be fair, if you just tell him, like, hello, your website's shit, I'll tell you to fuck off as well. <laughs> he proceeded to slam my car door, almost on my leg. But that story is, a man didn't hurt your leg. What? Why was he closing your car door for you? I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, everyone likes it. I was hoping the cafe was going to be bad, not this beautiful, it's so cute. quaint thing. Like, it is really, it feels like you're at a school fate. Um, cafe. But Do you know what this cafe reminds me of? Do you know what the Black Country Living Museum? Yes. Their yes. fake cafe. Yes. This is the real version yes. of that. It, it absolutely is. Should we go for a walk? No, I want to watch you eat the dry, dry last bit of cake on its own now. Okay. <laughs> That's going to be in your mouth for hours. There are lots of statues of giraffes here, aren't there? Oh, big time. Um, yeah, I like the one that's over the fence looking at its pals. Oh, and we've got a little bit of blue sky. Do you know what? This is really making me think of Kew Gardens. I think it must be about two years, almost to the day, since we went to Kew Gardens. Because it was, like, when did lockdown happen? It was around March 14th, 20th. 14th of March. What, lockdown? Yeah. Something like that. And we, we were at Kew Gardens, like, in the week before that happened because I remember us sort of commenting, like, oh, let's not talk about it because this won't go out for a few yeah, months. people have forgotten what COVID is by the time this goes out. Yeah. Weirdly, it's funny you mention that, I actually listened to the Kew Gardens episode a couple of weeks ago, and in my head, it had been really terrible. Oh, really? And we put, like, a jolly spin on it. I listened back and I was like, oh no, we had a great time. We had a lovely because, time at Q. Because Q happened in that period of my life when ah. <laughs> when everything went terrible for everyone forever. <laughs> in my head, I was like, yeah, Q Gardens was doggo. No, we had a lovely time at Q. Yeah. The only thing that went wrong was that we um, did a big chunk of it and realised that the, the mic wasn't on. Yeah. <gasps> That's the steps down, look, to where the marquee is. Okay, so... If you're a Bake Off fan, we are now stood at the top of the little steps that you see them wander down to go into the marquee. So that must be where the marquee goes. Oh, well, that's so exciting. And yeah, they've got a piss on it. <laughs> oh, will you stop talking about the dog pissing? Um, yeah, because look, there's some of those chairs that you often see them sitting out on when they've gone outside. I absolutely... And this is not a controversial opinion. I absolutely love Bake Off. How could that be controversial? Bake Off is wonderful. It even survived moving to Channel 4 and losing Mel and Sue in my love for it. Like, I don't love it as much. To our right now, so we're back on the pathway, we're crossing the lawn. Um, there's, like, some bright red bush. I don't know what it is. I'm like a... Sorry to interrupt, Laura, but there's, like, a, a metal statue of a, uh, like a leopard. Like a cheetah, I yeah. think, maybe? Th- 
Was this ever a zoo or some sort? Because there's, the, there's the giraffes over there, there's the cheetah here. It's too... There are animal sculptures around the place, but that colouring of that bright red, because it's like bright red twigs, it's not leaves. My parents had a bush oh, not no. dissimilar to this. Thank you. Um, what, in back in the 80s? In my childhood. You came out of it. Oh. Really? <laughs> is, that, is that the level we've reached? Janet's Fanny! Hey, my, my mum listens to this. <laughs> Janet's Fanny. <laughs> Janet's Fanny. So, so. <laughs> my poor mum. I love your mum. Yeah, well, I, I doubt she's going to be keen on you after this. <laughs> <laughs> your parents are those sorts of parents where I met your mum and I went... Becca makes so much sense as Will's choice now. He loves someone he can wind up and make them squeal. <laughs> yeah, I do love winding my <laughs> mum up. Are they snowdrops? Yeah. Oh, I like that there's all this bark underfoot. It's quite nice to walk on. My shoes are not a bad choice at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm slightly overkill in my wellies. Yeah, I'm in a pair of... Oh, I'm wearing the same horrible jeans I was yesterday. You've got the same jeans on. And there's a red stain on them. What's that? What's that? Ooh, that's new. That wasn't there yesterday. Was no, it? it wasn't there. It, it happened. Um... Did you wear those bad jeans to that gig? <laughs> no, I didn't wear these bad jeans to that cool kid gig. I went, went to a cool kid gig last night. I went to see self esteem. She was absolutely brilliant. I was singing it Did in the car. Did you get your teeth out just to see how cold you can get them and then put them back in your mouth? Nope. Or some sheep. Oh, and loads of like rooks' nests. Some real dark brown, meaty looking oh, sheep. Um, for the listener, when this goes out, will you please get in contact with us either at Treasures Pod on uh, your Twitter, your Instagram, or email us at nationaltreasurespodcast at gmail.com? Because Laura claims that she saw a buzzard earlier, but I'm not entirely sure if she's having me on. I can't see what the joke would be. Why would it be a joke? I just saw a buzzard. I don't know if buzzards are around here, though. They are. I saw one. This is like my whole The Taming of the Shrew thing with Becca. What's The Taming of the Shrew? I've never read The Taming of the Shrew. No one has. We watched 10 Things I Hate About You. I also, I also haven't seen 10 Things what? I Hate About You. But Becca just... Oh, look at that pink blossom up there. Becca refuses to believe me that I've never seen 10 Things I Hate About You. But why not? It's so good. What were you doing when we were teenagers? But I wasn't a teenage girl. Larissa Olenek. I've not seen the bloody film. Um, Secret World of Alex Mack, she's in it. Right, so I watched Secret World of Alex Mack, because everyone did. Yeah, But like, and then... So what year did Tell Me I Hear About You come out, roughly? Um, 2000? Right, but so in 2000, I was 13 or 14, Yeah. and The Matrix had just come out. That's what I was watching. Because yeah, there was time to watch both. No, but I was a basic boy. But it had fit girls in it. So did Legally Blonde, and I watched that. Good. Yeah, Actually, so I watch 10 Things I Hate About You no, now. But, uh, fine, but the thing is, I'm not, I'm not anti 10 Things I Hate About You. No, your uncle 10 Things I Hate About You. <laughs> Sometimes it's the easy ones, isn't it? Sometimes it's the easy ones. They don't all have to be clever. Not everyone can be Daniel Kitson. Oh, there's a good copse of snowdrops just to our right. Yeah, they're lovely. But the point is... That is a, look at this. So, I'm going to stop here. No. The sun is breaking through the clouds a little bit. There's a little bit of shelter on our left. We've got some bare wooden trees, but then there's a whole like bank of snowdrops underneath us. There's two trees with slightly different pink blossoms to our left, and then a little rickety wooden bridge going across the really still placid river. 
and over the river is some beautifully freshly sawn timber in that like bright orange colour where it's been cut. It's just a feast for the senses. But it's really hard to prove you haven't seen a film. You can prove you have seen a film because they'll be like, oh, this happens. But she refuses to accept that I haven't seen it and she thinks I'm goofing her, but I'm not. Well, if you didn't spend half your life goofing her about (laughs) dumb stuff, she might trust you a bit more. I love a still river like that. Look how clear that is. You can see right through to the bottom. Do you want to play poo sticks? Yes. All right, you... I'll go and find us some sticks. No, because we're... No, I'm holding this. You go and find two sticks. Oh, Mackie doesn't like it on the bridge because you can see through the the slats. Good girl. Um, I would like the big stick, please. Okay, I'll count three. One, two, three. Oh, mine went really under the water. Mine might have sunk. Whose is going to come out? Mine. Yeah, Will's won, but yours is floating like uh, upright and mine is gone. Is... Where's yours? <laughs> not come through oh there's mine mine's traveling at the bottom of the river and has now stopped <laughs> well, that was, i love poo sticks it's a great game poo sticks. yours floated upright though i've never seen a stick float pointing up i've never seen a stick sink like a stone <laughs> at least it came out and then just sank in front of us that was um an underwhelming game of poo sticks we've got so lucky as we were driving up it was like really spitty nasty rain and it's cold today the temperature's dropped again but now that we're here it's lovely about seven degrees on me (laughs) Mackie very nearly just whizzed on Wilt's shoes my hamster keeps weeing on me. I'm terrified it's a sign of age. Because I know she's only a hamster, but I just really like her. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Like, it's a, you know, you can't, I tell you, life is life, isn't it? Oh, she's a lower form of life. Yeah, but she knows my voice and she is dead sound. Play backgammon together. <laughs> Ooh, do you think that's irises growing down there? I think it is irises growing down there. It's um like just sticking out. So the river's really left. There's all sorts of trees and branches fallen into it and it's left very wild. And then just growing out in the middle bit here, really tall, thin, green leaves. Looks like irises. Beautiful. Whoa, look up ahead. That genuinely does look like it's snowed. Where those snowdrops are just blanketing. These snowdrops are lovely. Aren't it they? is amazing. This is the kind of place, I bet there's somewhere similar to this near where we live. <laughs> but like... Yeah, Nyman's is probably similar to this at this time of year. Well, I was thinking, oh, I might bring Becca here for a day out. And I thought, it's so far and I live in the countryside. Go to Nyman's. Because we do live in the countryside, don't we, Laura? Yes, we do, Megan, if you're listening. My sister, I live in the countryside. Megan, you live in Countryside Plus. <laughs> I did not tell him to say that. Oh, you can hear shooting going on in the distance. I love shooting. Yeah. I really like it. You can hear those rooks, can't you, noisy buggers? When I was younger, we used to go camping in a place called Polzeth in Cornwall every year. And the uh, tents were always pitched under a big rookery. I'm not um, minimising it. 
one of the things is you come and see they've got so many snowdrops. Yeah. And, 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 and that's, we've now seen that. Yeah. God, it's so fucking pure here. <laughs> <laughs> William, look, describe the scene to our left, please. I'll tell you exactly what it is. We've got ourselves an oxbow lake forming. The river has come down and has gone into two tributaries. One we played poo sticks on earlier and his friend. And then it's cut out a land. It's meandered. The river meanders. Big word in the Oxbow Lake scene. Meander. Meandered around the side of this tree, creating an island that will one day be an Oxbow Lake. I've never seen one in the real world. I'm taking a photo of it. Will is so smiley right now, just so that you know. The sun is glinting on the water. There's a little bridge under the big river that's caused the two um, split-offs. And there's lots of bulrushes. There's a little kissing gate. Mackie, we're not going that way, baby. I think I'm really happy. Mackie's gone through the kissing gate. You have to kiss her. I can't see a future in any way where in the next couple of years we aren't invited on Celebrity Bake Off. Right? Um, we're the absolute wholesome type of people they want for that, aren't you, we? Oh, my God. Do you want to be two great hosts of Bake Off? And you get a bird back on. <sighs> Me and you. Yeah. Um, we'd be delightful. Um... Let's talk about bacon. I'm a natural Noel and you're a natural Matt Lucas. I listened to Matt Lucas' autobiography the other day. Very interesting. Yeah? Yeah. I think it's like a... Yeah. Oh, I will say, and if you're listening, Matt, I do like you. We follow each other on Twitter. We talk sometimes. Um, <laughs> they really do brush over the blacking up in Little Britain. Yeah, it must be an interesting thing to live with when you're socially aware now, but you're like, that is how I got a big part of my income. And what do you do? Like, do you... Like, I think he has apologised for it, hasn't he? Of course he, he has, of course he has. Like, David Walliams hasn't, but he has gone, yeah, it wasn't right, don't... wouldn't it's, do it now. It's not right then. It, 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 it's just been like, it's not right now, it wasn't right then, I'm sorry. I didn't realise there'd be this many sort of rivers and waterways mooching about. I wonder if it's... Cause it, it, um, I've forgotten the name of it, but forgive me. Welford Park. No, the river. Water. Shut up. It begins with an L. But I wonder L- water. L- Lebron or something. L- um, Lebron James. Lebron James. Lebron James. Um, I wonder how natural... Because it's natural irrigation, isn't it? Get it, in it. Right. That is... <laughs> there's, a, there's a patch. There's a patch of mud. You're a real piece of work, Lex. <laughs> this is why we don't let us on to sodding pointless together. <laughs> Because I'd have pushed you over. <laughs> I'd have had a nice chat with Alexander Armstrong about, I don't know, Giuseppe Verdi. You just turned up, floored me. <laughs> What's Giuseppe Verdi? He's a Renaissance Italian composer. I'll tell you what, the sun is um, massively improving this for me. Yeah. There's birds chirruping. That's interesting as well. We've seen other people, and I know that we're very lucky that we have the the privilege and of possibility and lives and jobs where we dog. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to talk about something nice. The dog has just got its own lead wrapped around something and then gone mad about it. Yeah. So obviously we're very lucky that we have such lives where we can come on a Friday afternoon Such and do this and if you come I imagine on a school holiday or a Saturday it's going to be busier but it's absolutely glorious 
Yeah, we've seen lots of people, but we don't seem to have followed anybody round the route we're doing. Like, there's no. enough ins and outs that you don't end up just in a procession with the same people. Because you know how sometimes you can't quite hear what someone ahead of you is saying? Mm. And you're like, but I just know you're a knobhead. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. it annoys you. Like, and National Trust places are full of that sort of knobhead. Ooh, look at this orange tree coming up. Not a tree that sells not sells oranges what is it grows them but like a tree with orange sticks on it branches that's it <laughs> you've got all the words today <laughs> i didn't think branches is one i'd have to help you out with <laughs> what's, what's the difference between a stick and a branch branches attached but then if you saw like a whole branch on the floor you maybe a branch is a big stick if you know do get in touch <laughs> What's happened to the water there? It's gone still and like all this pink growth on top of it. Algae? No, they don't Is know that th- like a type of algae? Yeah, definitely. I've never seen algae that colour. It's like terracotta red. Well, I think there'll be blossoms from these trees. Oh, yeah. So they, There's yeah. been some of those like fluffy like... Catkins. Is that what they are? Well, that's what we called them. Yeah, like little squirrel noses growing on some of to, these trees. We used to collect them in jars at primary school. Like, there you go, that's that. The past. What a nightmare. Me and my friend Tom Oldfield. When we were about. I have a friend with a surname Oldfield. All right. Well. There we go. Uh, we once decided we were going to make money breeding snails, <laughs> <laughs> but we just got like a jar from his mum's house, put loads of leaves in it and two snails, and just shut the jar, and they died. Of course. Of course they did. they did. Who were you going to sell them to? I don't know. Local landowners. <laughs> Those people that famously want more snails on their property. More of these orange trees. They're beautiful, aren't they? Look at that white blossom coming up. I just don't know. I know that I always end up editing it all out because the podcast would just be me repeating over and over again. It's so pretty. But, like, even the most optimistic person has to admit that this year has so far been very bleak. What with... World War Three kind of being like not even people overestimating the fear of what's going on in in Ukraine, but like the fact that that's a genuine conversation this close to having just come out of pandemic and fuel prices going up and everything feels horrible. But there is something about sunshine through blossom that like has like a physical effect. Oh, two ducks just came out from under that hedge. Shaggy. A little boy and a girl. Kissy ducks, kissy ducks. We're not going to hurt you, little duckies. Duck is one of my favourite meats. <laughs> mm. I love duck. I like it in a pancake. I like it. That, is it is a duck a bird? Yeah. Is a duck a bird? <laughs> yeah. A horse is monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Let's cross over this tiny little bridge. I get very confused with animal classifications. Because it just doesn't feel right to me that a horse and a monkey are both mammals. Oh my god, we've had this exact conversation. I know, but that's why I sort of go like, a duck looks a bit meatier to me, like more like a rabbit. So is it a bird? Than what? A a, duck looks more like a rabbit than what? Than a robin. Yeah, fine. But that's not the... (laughs) That's not the... Well, that's why I checked. It's not like I'm here going... That's not the metric. You're fucking wrong. A duck is oh, a bird. There's no need for the language. It's just me going and checking. But that's I don't th- I don't think a smart... A smart, successful woman such as you should need... Should need 
the clarification of is a duck a bird? No, Matthew, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just lay on the floor to take a nice picture of a daffodil and Maggie immediately came over to see if he was okay by licking in his nostril oh look at this blossom why can't we just do a podcast where we review films or something <laughs> I've thought that so much lately because everything's been so busy and stressful and difficult and I love this podcast. Every time we put one out, I'm so proud all over again of it because it's what I'd want to listen to. But every time we have to make one, I think, oh my God, what are we doing? Yes. Also, and I can, I, I really can envisage you and I having a long working relationship together. But the next project is going to be in my house. <laughs> yeah. I don't care what it is, <laughs> it's going to happen in my house. I mean, the dream is we get so many people on the Patreon that want to listen to years and years more than this that we don't even have to do this anymore. We just do years and years. That That is loud, actually. Scoosh. Ooh, there's like a really old mechanised sluice gate here in like full iron industrial looking. Wind it up and winch it down. Oh, and then look at these crocuses. There's some in like a really gold orange, some in white, some in purple. Earlier on, there was uh, a load of crocuses, just sort of quite tight ones, and a bumblebee fully pushing them open and climbing in and then climbing back out again. Yeah, and now we're back at the beginning. Yeah. Um, What a lovely walk that's been. That has been beautiful. I've got to say, no, I absolutely, have, I've loved this. I've had such a lovely time. Should we go and have a chat with Michael? If, if, yes. Do you know what, if like, if, if our episodes were cars, this is a Lamborghini and Box Hill oh. is two bloody stumps. And Croydon Shopping Centre <laughs> was on bricks and fire. I liked Croydon Shopping Centre. It was what it was. Everything is what it is, Laura. That, that isn't the thing. <laughs> How was Ebola? Ebola is Ebola. <laughs> well, speaking... No, let's not cut to Michael. On It's going to be... Let's go and find Michael. What a lovely time we had. We are now joined through the magic of uh, the internet with Michael. Hello, Michael. How are you? I am very well, thank you. I'm super jealous of your day out, honestly. <laughs> We're we're so happy. Who's the best? Because after Jen sent us on a walk, we did genuinely have a chat with each other about like, let's just not do any more fucking walks. Um, let's just not do any more fucking walks. <laughs> and then we just had the most delicious, relaxing day ever. It's the most beautiful place in the entire world. Um, I don't know whether the lambs would be coming out right now, but we filmed it from April. We filmed Bake Off from April through July. And I remember on like the really tense days, there was one week which is particularly awful for me, but Noel, um, the lovely Noel Fielding, took me on a walk for about an Aww. hour around, like, and we saw lambs being, like, lambed and things, and it was, like, the most gorgeous, like, no matter what stresses are going on, whether they be concocted within a tent of nightmares or whether they just be the fact that the world may be ending, it's just so lovely <laughs> to just walk around such a pastoral, <laughs> beautiful place. <laughs> yeah. Do you, would like, have you been back since Bake Off or would I you have... find it too stressful? No, I went once during the, the, the middle of the, well, so I'm about to say the middle of the pandemic, which continues. Who knows what the middle is? It hasn't ended <laughs> yet. Um, but during the pandemic, I parked at, like, 
I just happened to drive in, driving by and I parked at the end of one of the entrances and just found myself walking to, walking in and I thought I was going to be caught. And so I did like a quick pop my head around the corner to see where things were. Then I ran back. But as I left, the owner of the house of the Welford mansion, I don't know, uh, gorgeous, gorgeous lady, spotted me and was like, oh my gosh, Michael. And so <laughs> we, we had a cup of tea in the walled garden. Um, and I kind of just got to wander Aww. around and explore a bit more. Um, and it was just... It's the most beautiful place. Um, so I've only been back there once. Um, we've got grand designs of going back and seeing the snowdrops, which I think you saw um, at yeah. some point in the future. The snowdrops were gone when we yeah, were filming. Yeah, yeah. Um, but me and my friend Henry want to go back and just explore the snowdrops one day. It was so beautiful. Mm. Um, and like the fact that it's used for Bake Off. I've been a Bake Off obsessive, I think, since it started. Right. Why have they not had me on Extra Slice? It's a good question, Michael. <laughs> it's the question on everybody's lips. Why well, have had you in the tent for exactly. that? Exactly! Um, Can yeah. you imagine me and Will trying to bake a thing? Like, Will's would actually you really have had a, Oh, well, see, they won't want Will on then. You need to be... For the stand-up to cancer ones, there needs to be the element of disaster impending. Yeah, but impending. that's Will's life. Unbelievable. <laughs> Everything else is, yeah, is yeah. a travesty except <laughs> his cooking. The, the one bit... The one bit that's going okay for me is fucking <laughs> flapjacks, Michael. Let me go. Like you'd have a breakdown, but it wouldn't be because the cooking had gone wrong. It'd be something else. <laughs> Can um. relate. Like, no, I would make the most wonderful... I'd make a mirror cake that would make Paul Hollywood just faint, but I'd just be there in tears going, you're right, Will. No. <laughs> it's a, people don't realise, though, that you can go and visit Welford Park just, like, whenever you want to go. Like, not whenever you want to go. I didn't even know where it was. I didn't even know that that's what the place was for Bake Off. Yeah. They, well, they haven't filmed it there for the past couple of years because of the whole Panny D. But, like, mm. they, that, it, that's been the home there for many, many years. And you can walk down those steps that everyone <gasps> walks down and... Will um, didn't know freak out when we saw the steps. <laughs> yeah. So, um, obviously, Michael, you, you just heard on the, the podcast, we went to the cafe bit first, had a lovely cake and a cup of mm. tea. The people were so nice. And then we just were setting off to do our content. And Laura Mackie was between two, like, okay, two and so three. This is over here. <laughs> oh, yeah, but that's like eight seconds. Like, this is what... But he's the dog, by the way. It's not me. It's not my name. <laughs> uh, we, and suddenly, Laura just squealed. I went, the steps! The steps! It was very nice. <laughs> well, actually, the cafe is where we used to have our food during the um, oh. like, in-between challenges and things. So we'd pop back to the cafe and have, that's where we'd have our breakfast, lunch and dinner. Because it's long filming days, obviously. Um, yeah. And walk through the... And our green room is, I think, one of the one of the rooms where you go in where the shop is, I think, actually. Um but uh, it's, it's just such a gorgeous place to just explore. And I don't think enough people know about it. So I'm no. all pushing. And did you go into the church? Could you go into the church there? Oh, we didn't. No. Um, there's a, there's a, you can see the spire no. behind, the, behind the mansion. Um, and we popped in. Henry used to play uh, the Harry Potter theme tune. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever we felt a bit stressed, we went into the church. But it's just like a rambling place, like rambling grounds to explore. And like... It's beautiful separate from Bake Off, but the fact that you can kind of go, oh, I've seen that tree before, yeah. sort of adds to it. And like now when you watch it again, you'll find yourself looking, you know those kind of bits where you get the talking heads? You'll find yeah. yourself being like, oh, I've seen that fence. I'm like, oh, no, that bridge is. <laughs> <laughs> It's brilliant. I do it all the time. Where's Prue and Paul's tent then, where they taste everything and set the challenges? Uh, so if you're walking up past the mansion, the mansion's on your left, yeah. where the tent is on the right, you walk up a bit and there's a, a big tree. Yeah. Uh, it's just behind the big tree. So it's actually Aww. very, very close by um, 
and that tree was we used to kind of nap in a heap uh, in pastoral <laughs> Enid Blight and Bliss after challenges underneath that tree. Other um, than Bake Off, what other like competition reality show do you think you could do? Uh, oh, I want to do The Circle. Have you heard of The Circle? Oh, I don't know that one. It's basically where they all live in this block of flats and they don't get to speak to each other or see each other, but they interact through only through this social media platform. And you can either be a Oh my gosh, yes, I have yourself. seen this. Right, yeah. I would love to like catfish yeah. somebody. <laughs> oh, I think it'd be amazing. I love reality TV though, so I'll watch anything. I'll do anything. Uh, I love reality TV, but my like less competitions... I love um, I love Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh yeah! And I also love Mountain Men, which is the show on history, which is literally just about a load of like trappers in Alaska. Oh and I will <laughs> happily switch between the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and then all these like bearded recluses. <laughs> I would say the Housewives of Beverly Hills is sort of a competition for the most attention. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the best, the, the pinnacle of reality television, and maybe another day out for you is. Um, the pottery throwdown oh, that is yeah. the best one and i really want to go to gladstone where it's filmed it's, it looks so gorgeous mm. there um but that i think the worst episode of pottery throwdown is better than the best episode of bake off in my opinion i just <gasps> adore it i think scandal. it's scandal it's scandal <laughs> do you do you ever have you ever watched blown away the glass blowing one it does sound a bit rude that um <laughs> no no i haven't no. It's, it's on netflix it's set in north america but it's right. um it's glass blowing like pottery Three down, but glass right. blowing. Okay, I think there's, there's, uh, I can't speak. There's opportunity for innuendos there, isn't there? A lot, there's definitely. But I, mean, I think we... as they're North American, they lean into them a little bit less than the pottery throwdown oh, presentation. Oh, honestly, the rimming, the, the most recent rimming on that podcast. <laughs> my word, enough to make me blush. <laughs> Michael, this is a nice family-friendly podcast. Have either of you ever seen Forge Masters? Forge it's an American no. one where they have to make swords. Oh, they make swords and it's all really quite technical about like blacksmithing and all that kind of thing. Then at the end, they have to test the sword on like this silicon person. Ugh. But the person bleeds and it's no. the most visceral, horrible thing you've ever oh. seen. Like the guy's like, yeah, I beheaded this guy in two hits. This is an excellent sword. Well oh. done, everyone. And you were telling me off for not being family friendly. <laughs> yeah, well. I didn't do a rimming joke. <laughs> <laughs> and nor did I, did I. It was Siobhan McSweeney. I'll have you know. <laughs> do you, you... Um, as well as as well as being a like a, a, a baking legend, you also do a podcast with Mark Watson about like the the perfect man that I very much like. It's a, it's a dating podcast. No, it's, a, it's a, uh, yeah, it's a lovely wee podcast called Menkind, which I do. Actually, we just had Jen Brister of the Horrible Walks on um, mm. uh, today. We've not forgiven her. <laughs> um, but yes, we just kind of explore what masculinity is and what it does and all that sort of you stuff. You should have Will on because he's the epitome of it all. A, a perfect man, are you, Will? I can't see you at the moment, so I don't know. Imagine uh, Michelangelo's David... Right. I if he do. drank too much. Oh, I don't yeah, imagine If he that. drank too much <laughs> and had um, uh, so much self-loathing. Yeah. You're welcome. Now, <laughs> my description of Will is, imagine the Vision Express mole. Right. But furious <laughs> and covered in mud. <laughs> and was that on Jen Brister's wall? Oh, no. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's so much more accurate. That's so much more accurate than Michael Angelo's sodding David. <laughs> 
do you like a, a like what's your dream sunday day out then so you know you've had a week off you've got the sunday your in-laws are coming down your your parents you know you, you've got to take them out for the day what are you doing I love me like well. There's a I live in uh, in the northeast in Newcastle, and there's a there's a market near me called well Tynemouth Market. It's basically the 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 train station, the metro station, gets taken over by this market of like foods and like ceramics and like knickknacks that you don't need mm. like you know all those things you might get on like, your grandma's fridge that's yeah. saying, like only love here <laughs> like stuff like that um like he who makes the mess cleans it up all that kind of stuff um but it's got like such a, like, a hodgepodge of stuff and i love that kind of stuff and i always come come home with like a a wooden tissue box that i don't <laughs> need um but like in, at the time it felt so perfect so i find myself like a i pop to a market maybe like a wee wander along the sea, but not on the sand because sand is repulsive. So, like looking at the sand, you hate like, sand. On the ro- oh, I it just you look at it and you're shaking it out of your shoes for three weeks. Like I just <laughs> and I, I don't know where it's been. I don't know who's touched it. Dogs probably shat on it. Oh, sorry for that. Sorry, <laughs> a dog's probably done their business on that. And, um, <laughs> and like I just don't, I just don't like sand. But I love to look at it. So like market, walk along the beach, but not next to the beach. Walk next to the beach um, with an iced coffee. That's kind of my okay. I'm quite easily pleased. Um, really, <laughs> I don't really like very big activity days. I rather just kind of mooch. Yeah, and that's, that's why I sent you to Welford Park because it's like a bit of a moochy place. Oh, we had such um, a nice relaxing yeah. time. Oh. I love a moochy day that's got something to it as well. Like the thing with Welford Park is you're like, oh, that was filmed there and that was done yeah. here, and so like a bit of. I like the person yeah, I'm with or myself to have a connection to the mooching place mm-hmm. so you can kind of learn more about their life or you can share more about like, oh, I love going here or I love that. A, a person, a, a mooch with personality is what I'll call it, a day out like that. That's what we should have called the podcast, Mooch Will. with personality. <laughs> a mooch with personality. Right. Or it, it could be my new Tinder bio. In the chat, all the previous episodes, we're starting again. <laughs> Especially Jen's episode. <laughs> Yuck. Oh, listen, thank you so much, Michael. Thank you for sending us there and for being a delight to talk to. Yeah, We're thank very you so grateful. much. I'm glad you had a lovely day and I'll hopefully see you both soon. Thank you. <laughs> and that is the loveliest end to the loveliest episode on the loveliest day in the dark, dark wood three skeletons lived. William Duggan, thank you for With being... the loveliest man. Oh, I was just going to say thank you for being my best friend and podcaster, but then you interrupted me and now I don't feel like I like you anymore. You're my best friend. And you're my favourite podcaster. Thank you, William. Um, listeners, <laughs> we love you. We love that you listen. If you're still listening at this bit, you're better than 95% of our listeners. Um, that's not true. Uh, but listen, you're great. And um, if you would like to always have national treasures in your ears and extra content, please support us by going to patreon.com forward slash national treasures and just subscribe to the five pounds a month level and you'll get yourself five hours of extra content every month and you will get all the extra bonus secretly extra funny bits to these episodes that I cut out and put behind a paywall so that only people who financially contribute get them just like a good capitalist bitch 
Good Capitalist Bitches, our new podcast coming yes. soon. We just throw money in the air and say, ha, 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 ha. But it, we can't do it for the minute. We haven't got enough. It's just, it's just pennies and it really hurts. Make <laughs> it rain, but hot, heavy rain from heaven. Um, also, you can go to our social media, at Treasures Pod on Twitter and Instagram. On there, we've got a link tree of all our different things that you can go and see. And if you want to get in touch, uh, you can send us an email, of course. Uh, National Treasures Podcast at gmail.com. Um, Thanks so much, everyone. Thank you all, and we'll see you next week. We love you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.